So we saw the Kuzari yesterday. The first uh, argument he brings uh, why we shouldn't listen to the Karayim's interpretation of Persian itself. And now he's going to build a second, a very different argument. But this one, you should have, instead of being a direct, uh, so to say, um, exposition of the Chachim, is going to present this argument in the form of a dialogue. He's actually going to put the, the main lines into the words of the king. Which we're going to see, it's very interesting. We're holding by Ois Chok Tadet, the man Rashlishi, and he starts with the king talking. I'm not going the king, the last line in the Chacham just asked him, Eichat Tzeroi HaTachpulosh Nishtamil Avisenu Lechaz Tachareim Lehen Yishchakim HaNachmutari How are we going to see the possibility that uh, we follow the precedent provided by our ancestors and we follow with them rather than being Chachamim and Aaron and trying to interpret Torah and Aaron and therefore the Kuzari answers the question and he says, Yafshul is the Elevah Atokas Tibre If you're going to follow, copy so to speak, what they said, their words. The smachma is there, relying on what they did. And there is im yimotze mishi yamin b'zeh. Mi rabim achri rabim. If we find a rabim, following a rabim, following a rabim, every door, another rabim, who accepted what was given from the generation before them. Shilei yavar al kamoysam ha'askama. That we can't... Um, the two ways to explain this. Now, either it means that we won't find that a different possibility of accepting something without a rabbi, or there wasn't a way for them to come to such an haskama without it being coming from a source, which, in the last what he says, he says it's the same line that all the Rishonim say, which is a rabbi can't invent the same falsehood. So, if it's a rabbi who claimed that they got it from a rabbi, this is like Ramban says in the verse Hanan that so they wouldn't all follow the same shaker and therefore that's the right that it's um, we call multiple chains of sorry all saying the same thing and it came from the same source and that is the fact that there was a kabara satara and it's pirush which is the important point the Torah from and there are rabbi who claim that they got this from a rabbi each generation from the one before each child from his father each student from his teacher and each one is saying they got it from their teacher or from their father. They got it from their father, from their teacher, back to Moshe Rabbeinu. So we have a multi-strand, so to speak. Messiah back to Moshe. This was the interpretation of the Torah. And therefore, that's how much is verbal of all. It's over as far as clear in the Svarim what the explanation of the Torah is. So either it has to work through Messiah or it has to work through what's written. So now next, Omer Achavah. So the Chacham challenges him. What would you say then if you would find uh, differences between one Sefer and other Sefarim? In other words, you said that you would learn what's written. But you could find that uh, in different texts of even a Sefer Torah, there could be differences. So if you find one text different to others, then what would you follow? Amar Kuzari is looking at this obvious answer. I would look at the majority because the same rule we said before. It's more difficult to falsify the rabbim than to falsify an individual sefer, and therefore I would rely on the rabbim. The individual sefer, which has its own gear, so it says differently. I would assume that was a mistake and that was wrong, and I follow the majority. 
And if that's the case, they're sending those people who are copying down the storm. If there be a mute of copies to do it a certain way, and the Roy would doing it differently, I would leave the minority for the majority. Now, that's the first point I want to say, which means it just clarifies that in a case of a suffolk, of what the Messiah is, or what the Kriptolosaf is, so the logical thing to do is follow the majority. But the Chachmans, the Chachmans not done yet, he wants to get to a second step, and then he says, I'll next, Amr HaChaveh, Umar Taimar, What are you going to say if you find a letter in some Sfarim, which is different to how you found it in other Sfarim? Kamai, he gives the example, uh, the Fasak in Eichah says, Tzadot Suadeinu, which means they tracked our footsteps. And you would see Hatir Shehu Tzaru, instead of having a Dalit, it would have a Resh. And therefore, we would say that uh, you have one prince of the Pasuk, which would be Tzarut Tzadeh, not Tzadut Tzadehinu. Or the Pasuk, which is Hashem Le Nasser Hashav Nafshi. And the Pasuk in the Hillim, which talks about the Mailas, the Persian, who is Oleh Bar Hashem, Hashem Le Nasser Hashav Nafshi. Instead of having Nafshi with the Yud, Yeshivuhu, Nafsha, you have a print which brought with the Vav. With Zulaseh, and lots of differences like that, Shalai Nukhal Asafim. In other words, small differences between different scripts, you can find many, many. <laughs> and therefore, how are you going to know what's the correct one? You think you could find this? Or, or that's what they have found? No, you could find it. Uh, there are many times in the Torah we know that there is Kriya Ksiru, it's written by Rehud, but he's not talking about that necessarily. He's saying that if you would find differences, and small differences, the relation and that isn't such a big difference. The Yud and above isn't such a big difference. And then you're going to find one different to the other one. So what you're going to do, how it changes the meaning. Amar Kuzari, Imtishat HaKoshal In other words, if we're going to rely on uh, our, our, our ability to connect things, our understanding of it, on things that, like, on these kind of questions like that, to shine as far kula. Then you're going to change all this for him. First, we're going to change letters, and obviously, we're going to change words. According to the Gersel, it doesn't make a difference, it means a connection of the words. In other words, once we're going to start relying on our understanding of what the scriptures should say, and we're going to doctor, or we're going to correct the Nusach, the feel the way we understand, so we'll start off changing something small, Dalit, Reish, Vav, Yud, something which is very minor, and we'll say, yeah, there's a small difference. But then it's going to start with that. And the next thing is we're going to say, no, it's not just the letter which is wrong, the word's wrong. And then you're going to get to the Chibra of the words, the whole sentence is wrong. Once a person's relying on what they think is right, and based on their, their uh, preconceived ideas, they're going to change the Nusach, which is written, so there's no limit to that. But when they could, we're going to change the words in the Torah, which don't have vowels. So we're going to say, the thought, we're going to vowelize them differently. The reasons, the whole Torah is going to change. A lot of psukim, you could change it from one meaning to exactly the opposite. If you're going to change or transfer any one of the things you got, one letter. And already Chazal gave us examples of that. Chazal said that if it was one letter, a person can change the entire meaning of a person. For example, the Pasuk says in Kitisa, Don't bow to a different God. And if someone would change it Reish to a Dalit, which would be obviously the opposite of the Torah. One example Chazal give. 
Um, similarly, the not example of the Kasal it says the Pasuk in Yishai V'chiki Sida Hashem. And if the Ches would be changed to a Hey, it's a Gemara's example. So it came out V'chiki Sida Hashem. Which obviously, it sounds really ridiculous, it's, it's obviously not what we're trying to say. So therefore he says, if people are going to feel that they have the liberty to to make textual changes to the Torah, or to the Nevi'im, or to any Sefer for that matter, and they're going to they doctor the text in the way that they want it to come out, so then there's no limit to the amount they're going to change the meaning. And that's true for the Torah more than for most other languages. And the reason is, is because most languages, the vowels are letters. And therefore, your ability to change a, sle- a, a word to a different word is more difficult because if you have written the, the vowels as well, so then it's pretty clear what the word is. It was more difficult to try and change it. Whereas in Lashon HaKodesh, there are no vowels. It's just letters. And the same letter sequence could be completely different things depending how your vowel has it. I mean, just let's take uh, well an example. If, imagine English. If you took a, 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 a sequence of consonants without vowels, and, I mean, just like the consonants BRD, for example, very straightforward. Um, now, there are no vowels. So if you would choose how you want to explain what it means, it could be a bird, it could be bread, it could be a bride, it could be board, just when the first words come to mind. I'm sure there are many more. In other words, once you've done it, the vowels written, so then if you're going to exercise your own liberties to try and explain what it says, there's no limit to what, what it could be. And that's the case. If a person is not relying on a messiah, of what it means, or what it's meant to say, they're relying on the way they think it means. So then they're going to uh, mistranslate or misinterpret words, sometimes willfully even, because they want it to fit into what they want. And that's not going to get that as well. The same the same letters uh, with different uh, vowels could be completely different things. Again, a simple example which I'm trying to give. If you have the letter sequence, Lamet Chesmen, it could be Lechem. Which means bread. It could be lacham, which is the fat. It could be lacham. Just to name three. To to cham is personal. To cham, which is something hot. It doesn't make a difference. The once we, once we don't have uh, it written in the Torah, then the this, that's the case. Then it's a people's liberty to interpret or misinterpret as they want. Now, it's, like I said, it's interesting if this is all what the king said. The king said, if people have free reign to 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 edits for him, then it's going to change beyond recognition because everybody will edit whatever they want to make it fit the way they want it to. Okay? This was a real problem, not on the Torah, but on the Gemara. On the Gemara, which is why we have a Chayim of Rabbeinu Tan and the Chachmei Dairai, that it's also to Magiyah Svarim. We made a Chayim of people from Magiyah Svarim because that's exactly what was happening. People saw the Gemara, and then it's not it must be a tall surface, they, they changed it to feed the way they wanted it to, to, to come out. And if that's the case, then it would be a completely different Gemara. And it could be the person who decided the prince or the, the copy, whoever it was, was redacting the Gemara, didn't understand. He didn't understand the Pshat. But because of that, he changes the Gemara. So now the whole Gemara is falsified. There's no way that anyone who's doing it later will understand what the real Pshat is meant to be, which is why they made the Kherim in the time of the Yerushalayim, or the time, not to touch the Swar. If a person is like, God, write in the Sarah, he thinks it should say, but you can't rewrite in the text a change of, of Hagot. Even though today some printers do that? That's a big time on today's printers. If they're more convinced they know what the real Ksav is meant to be, or the real, that there's a tall cipher, then without telling you, they just change the text. It was a Kherim on that, for the Rishayim. The only question is if you have different Ksav yet. Different Ksav yet, so I'm not changing the text, I'm relying on different Ksav yet.
is that most of that also that's a discussion in the course already for either hand the reason why they made such a harem was because of exactly this problem it takes one person to change the text and you're being so to speak destroying the ability to understand for everybody after that because now now no one has the original no one will be able to come to what the original text was meant to say which was a very logical thing so that's what the king explains if that's the case, that you understand the change of letters or a change of vowels or even a change of, of where you put the timing, which means where you put the breaks in the sentences or in the phrases, is going to change the meaning. So now how do you think Moshe left a Sefer When Moshe wrote us the first Sefer Torah, how did he write it for us? Amar Khazari, Mibli Safek, Shahaya Sefer Poshet, Me'enukha Taimim, it was just the words. It was not a Kudus in the Torah, there was no time in the Torah. And why was it Pasha to him, Because nothing that's the way that Sefer Torah is today. Like he says, Kasher Rayim, Sefer Torah Hayyot. So we see Sefer Torah today without letters, without vowels, I'm sorry, without timing, just letters. So it's understood that that's the way the Torah was always written. It wasn't written with vowels and with timing. Now, because if you ask, it would be impossible otherwise to come to an agreement of to change. Which means if the Sarah had originally been written with Makudas, and that's what it was originally given, so why would who which later door decided to change the Torah and stop writing the Makudas? And why did everybody decide to do that? And something which you wouldn't get a Hamoin, everybody to agree to, if it wasn't the way it was in the original. Just like we couldn't make up any other matter and get everyone to agree to it, which was given the Torah because, again, how are you going to get everybody to agree to change something? What gives us the money is the actions we do to relive Yitzhak Mitzrayim, such as eating matzah or Seder night or anything like that. And if that's the case, you couldn't make that up. You wouldn't later on come and say, by the way, we meant to be eating matter tonight. Why are we meant to be eating matter tonight? Because we came out of Mitzrayim. And we're always going to be ready when we come out of Mitzrayim. If it wasn't something which was always done from when they came out of Mitzrayim, so at what later stage could somebody make such a thing up and convince everybody else to do it? Which is not a new argument, this is the argument of the Torah itself. And that is that you can't falsify the Torah because at what stage are you going to are you going to invent something which is for there because of an event which happened, which wasn't done before that, or which people didn't know about the event? Right, I'm just saying for kids, but this is the argument for the the Emes of Latin Torah. The Emes of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It wasn't some far. Let me say what I mean. The 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 Torah's proof of Yitzhak Mitzrayim of Latin Torah is in the fact that. That I mean, after is that when the Torah said that we do things because we all remember, we all were witness to Yisus Mitzrayim, we all came from Yamsa, we all heard Hashem speak Harsinah, and that's how we keep in the Torah, and that's how we do have Pesach, and so we have Yisus Mitzrayim, that's we have Shuas. It's all zeichet to events which we claim we all saw. Now, how are you going to make that up? If it never happened in the first star, so how did Moshe tell them to do things that they saw that they never saw? And if it wasn't the first star, it was a later star. So then, how are you going to convince them to do things which apparently happened to their ancestors which they never knew about? What you're taking on us, do, telling us to do things to remind ourselves of an incident which happened to our parents which they never t- told us about and they never, they never did anything to remind them of us. So why are we doing this? In other words, it's not, it's, it's not something you can create later on or ever accept it. 
a lot of things infiltrate our society no. without any. Nothing okay. happened to them. You can't you can't convince society of something which they knew about, which they didn't. If you want to come around and say you heard about something, therefore because of this you should do something. Okay, people believe the person or don't believe the person. But to tell them something which happened to you, how are you going to do that? If it's happened to us, how can we know about it? Now, that's, that, that's just not anything. This is the proof that there's the Torah, the Ramah, the Ramban, the Kuzari himself before. Whoever wants to prove about the Torah comes to the same point. The, but the, what the Yisraeli wants over here is that, that's the sixth and one more point. And this, that is, there are two arguments. So, well, why? Every nature, every uh, civilization had its superstitions of things which happened in the, in the distant past. And who said they already happened? The truth is, that could be that they had superstitions. They're not doing anything to which as a con- direct continuation of that. You know, as they said that uh, once upon a time something happened. It happened to you? No. It happened to someone you knew? No. Do you have any, uh, uh, like, I'm sorry, passed down of, from the people that did happen to us or not? So that's the case. It's in the realm of legends. Whereas when it comes to something which people are doing things as a reminder of what they say happened to them, it's not a legend. People are living with this. And therefore, the same thing is going to apply over here. And that is if we have a secretary and we're rewriting the secretary, and that it means it's something which we're relying on the previous script. No one's going to author a new sefer. Everyone is spending the time writing Sefetera is copying it from the previous Sefetera. So how's the change going to happen? Just like we're not going to change dramatically what the Sefetera says, because we understand that uh, we, everybody who's going to read the Sefetera knows what the Sefetera is meant to say. We're not presenting it to somebody who doesn't know it. And therefore, just like last day, if a Sefetera finished Sefetera and we look inside and say, one second, you, why did you write without tagging? Why didn't you write self-assurance? Not all. Well, I decided not to. But that's not a Sefetera. We all know already what a Sefetera looks like. So the same thing. Imagine the Sefetera originally had been valid in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. And now some Sefetera writes a Sefetera without the Kudus. What happened? With the Nukudus. That's not part of the, That's not the term. And therefore it would be impossible to change something which everybody was doing and everybody had. So how do we have three different Sefetera? Same thing. Of what? Of what you mean, the style of the Ksiva? Um, I don't know that well. The Ari is a different story because Ari himself said it. It's the Chadish and the It wasn't something that was done before him. He came to tell us that that's different. That, that's different. Yeah, we know. We, we have a. Uh, You're saying this is not what Moshe wrote. Yeah, I don't know what Moshe wrote. He went to what he had, he had the, the head Ari. I mean, the basic. Ari came along and said, I'll pick up on it. certain noises we do differently. And therefore, I'll pick up on it. We're going to try that. If it's not negative, I'll be this So it's not that we're going to ch- believe that again. Was no that one's going to. Was Ari masking that that wasn't Moshe's? I don't know what we said Moshe had. He was masking it wasn't in the cemetery they had then, extant around until then. But uh, he says that this is a topic of this is the way it was going to do the church. So we're not going to say that was back going back to the times of the Rishonim. We know it wasn't. We know that it was when it was Mishadish and why it was Mishadish. Okay? If we had something about Nukudus also, if we had some God or someone on the land, and we understand that he decided to come about Nukudus and the Sefer Okay, if there would be such a thing, we would know about it. Again, Nukudus isn't that there can't be new things. Nukudus, you can't falsify the Sefer No one's going back and saying that Tariz. Uh, Ksav was there for 500 years before that. We've never before that. How did they accept that? But it wasn't so accepted. Most of the halakhists like the Yosef. If the people want to know, they're going to pick up So the whatever reason, the Kabbalah is telling us something which we didn't know before. And not because they're saying the other Ksav is in kosher. He's saying there's a new, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a pick up There's another way to do things. 
So you are bringing something new. But then we know where it happens. It's not that we're going to say this always was like that. There's like anything in time. But we have a Shulchan Aruch. No one's saying the Shulchan Aruch was there for Moshe Rabbeinu. We know it's a parrot, the Shulchan Aruch, we know why he wrote it. We know that the Rambam wrote the Rambam, we know why he wrote it. It's, it's not changing the Sarah. It's not going back and saying that this is something which always existed. That we're going backwards and clearly saying this was, we, we, it was something which uh, we always had. No, the, 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 like the Rambam writes in the beginning of uh, Yara Chazaka, it's very clear. We have the Torah Mishnah saying that Torah to the way it went, and what we know at what stage the Mishnah was written, we know at what stage the Gemara was written, we know every single letter after when it was written and why it was written. So it, it joins the body of Jewish knowledge. It's not that we don't have a problem with an addition to the amount of Torah literature there is. We're saying we can't change anything. So the proof is because no one can contradict something. No one can contradict something which we all know about, and and do it differently. How do we know about it? Because nobody because everybody objected. had it before that, right? Huh? No one objected. And therefore, again, remember, this is a Kazari talking. This is the king talking. Now the Chava says to him, if that's the case, now, listen to the argument you've made yourself. You yourself have just said to me that you can't change something without it, with people that lie about it. And therefore, if that's the case, the Torah which was given to Moshe was given with the Kudus. So how do you know how to read it? When it says, let the Vashal Gdi Bechalevi, you can't cook a, a goat in some other's fat. That means milk. Again, this is the Gemara's example. But uh, how do you know how to, how to put in a kudu? It's not written in the Torah. And what? You must be relying on what? Look at the words in the Torah. The Torah doesn't try to read them. And therefore, Amr Achav, and Mibli Safek, She Shomer Bil Bavos. It was Shomer in their hearts. The Patach, the Kometz, the Shever, the Natiya, the Shpa, the Tanim. These are all the different kudus the they should have called them. Obviously, they already knew what the right kudus were meant to be. Or oh, rather, where the, where the where words were meant to be broken up. Who knew them? Either the Leva Koinim, whose job was to teach Kai Israel, or the Leva Melachim, the kings who were learning Torah the whole time, or the judges who had to judge based on the Torah. That was the din of the Sanhedrin. It's interesting that you explain this possible Sanhedrin, that's not the discussion for now. But uh, that, in, a, in other words, there had to be people who knew what the Torah, how the Torah was meant to be read. Every person does well. And not only that, even the Lev, not some of the official job, but someone wants to get tzhar, but they're not the Torah, not the Torah said. And even more than that, even the people who were trying to, um, who weren't being Sadiqim, but they were trying to show themselves to the king, so they also had to know what the terrorists said. And therefore, because of that, we don't have a chashash of what, how the Torah was, was meant to be read. Because we, the show of is Klai Yisrael, which means Klai Yisrael knew what the word meant. And therefore, Klai Yisrael knew how to read it. And therefore, we, we, since it was known, then no, no one needs to come along and try to work out himself and say, one second, how is the word meant to be read? Is it meant to be Chala or is it meant to be Chale? Is it meant to be... Lechem is it meant to be Lechem? Is it meant to be any other example you want of the words which the, the change in the Lechud is going to change the word? And therefore, Al Korachachi, this is the point where it's all with the Karam about Al Korachi coming to Messiah. Because if you go, you come to Messiah. Because you don't want to accept Messiah. Just the Torah as it's written. Okay, the Torah is written in letters. How do you know how to read those letters? Who told you what's the right Lechudus and the wrong Lechudus? Or even how to group the letters together? And therefore, 
at some stage you're going to also have to agree that there's a, that you can't read the Torah without the, the Messiah of how to read the Torah. Or else we don't know what the words mean. And therefore, the Shiva Menachim means the seven um, signs of the of the prophet, and uh, they they knew how to add that because of the timing. The that was what they received as a Messiah from Moshe, and therefore they they just passed it on that that's the way to read the Torah. What do you think? At the first wrote the Psukim, and afterwards they added the 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 they know exactly what the middle letter of the Torah is, the Vav of the Gachin. Vishmiras, Kol Nachim, Vikomot, Sopatach, Vatari, Vesegel, Yetz, Milakosha. Hatir Shema Seim, Vizem, the Rikul of Atala, or Ishtarus, Vidiv, Vichod. How are you going to understand that? In other words, the fact that Chazal were matriach themselves, that to explain to us how many letters the Torah is meant to have, what's meant to be a Mali, what's meant to be a Chaser, the the rules of the Nukudis because that is all what, so he's asking do you think it was their, their own so to speak in, invention later of how to, of what they added to the Torah or which was or it was explained to us how the Torah is meant to be written and uh, here here's uh, the second argument of the Kuzari we'll see next time he's going to know what the Kuzari responds to but the Yusuf is the same Yusuf and that is the mistake of the Karaim, Saikim, the Vetusim, all these groups was that there's Torah Shabbat which can stand on its own. And Abu Sazim, there's Torah Shabbat. So they don't accept Torah Shabbat, they don't accept Torah Shabbat in the way that they think Torah Shabbat is an independent, so to speak, entity. They can see it by itself, and without accepting Torah Shabbat. The emphasis is not true. Because if you have, if even the way to read the words in the Torah Shabbat, even though you need to, what the words are meant to mean, you need a certain messiah, what the letters, what the what the, the are meant to be, how the, how the words are meant to put together, and therefore we're not going to accept anything which isn't written. So there's a, you don't have anything. Now the emphasis this isn't the chiddush lekazar; it's the first chazal. And like always, when chazal say something, they don't give you a long brush to explain it. They they give you the like in one short line the point. And if you now see the rishonim how they elaborate, you have to listen to chazal now. There's a major like this. It's, 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 uh, that uh, Nafi came to Shanai and he said to him, Tell me Tarish of Yisrael, I don't want Tarish of Volta. And Shalom took his stick and kicked him out. And he left the second to the guy in Morden. And so he was the killer. And he said, Teach the Tarish of Yisrael and Tarish of Volta. And he said, Sir, he said, I left by his killer. Fine, I left by his killer. Good. Space Nafi comes back and he says, This is Chazar. See that? Gimel by his killer. That's from his mind. Now he's telling me it's a So this is a Chazar. So Chazar said, he also said, are you trusting me? That's what I said. I'd kind of chazal. That's exactly the point chazal trying to show us. And that is, something as simple, as simple as knowing what the letters of the other place are called, it doesn't say it in the Torah. You're relying on the person teaching you. So how are you going to divorce the Torah Shabbat from the Torah Shabbat Shabbat? You don't have anything without the Torah Shabbat. Even the name of letter you can't do. The Torah doesn't say this is called an Aleph. I'm telling you it's called an Aleph. So you're not prepared to make out anything I say, so you don't know what it's called. 
So you, there's no such thing. It isn't the option of understanding anything without a Tarsha Bhakta. That's exactly what I was trying to explain. Because I was one of the guys that kills Makaira and can't be terrorists. And Bats are much more ruthless because they're always building the same argument. It's not just saying on the one line level like the Chazal tell us, it's building the same argument. You see yourself, you can't read the Torah without knowing how to read. You can't, you, if you understand yourself that people kept the Torah accurate, they didn't change things based on the way they thought it meant sense. They didn't add letters, they didn't talk to the text. That's the way Hashem left it, the Hashem was originally written. If that's the case, the only way to read it is based on the way we understood we have to be taught beforehand. Because if we can't change the Torah, we can't either add the Quran, take away the Quran, or anything else, then we stuck. Because then you have a Torah without the Quran, and without the Messiah, we would never stop. And therefore, this is the second argument, which, like I said, is really sourced in Chazal, um, why the, be, uh, the, the argument of this Torah is not something which begins. So we're still holding in the middle, really, because there is still what to say about it, and I should see you next time.